0: penitential psalms show us how to move from the way that leads to spiritual death to the way that leads to spiritual life. We start bogged down in sinfulness, which is made worse by our proud and stubborn refusal to admit our need for forgiveness. Psalm 32 reminds us of the very painful but life-giving acknowledgement of the fact of our sinfulness. Then we need to confess our sins get rid of the garbage in our hearts. Both Psalm 32 and Psalm 51 focus on that. Once our sins are brought out into the light and we experience the joy of divine forgiveness, we are given new life. Then forgiven, we need to go outward to share our experience of life with others. Let us pray and reflect
1: on Psalm 32. Happy the man, whose offence is forgiven, whose sin is remitted. O oh, happy the man to whom the Lord imputes no guilt, in whose spirit there is no guile. The psalmist begins with joy. We
0: only experience true joy that comes from a clear conscience when we have honestly, without guile, admitted our offences, sins, and guilt.
1: I kept it secret, and my frame wasted. I groaned all the day long, for night and day your hand was heavy upon me. Indeed, my strength was dried up as by the summer's heat. They say the only line in which people are happy
0: to let someone else go ahead of them is the confessional line. We naturally resist the necessary but painful reality of acknowledging our sins. We keep them secret, but if we do that, we waste away. God helps us with the alarm bell of conscience, a proper sense of guilt at our sins. Just as pain allows us to see that we need physical healing, so a sense of shame and guilt at our sins leads us to seek spiritual healing. God's hand presses down on us to help us admit our need to change our ways.
1: But now I have acknowledged my sins. My guilt I did not hide. I said, I will confess my offense to the Lord. And you, Lord, have forgiven the guilt of my sin. When we
0: acknowledge our sins, a great burden is lifted, for we can now experience the joy of forgiveness.
1: So let every good man pray to you in time of need. The floods of water may reach high, but him they shall not reach. You are my hiding place, O Lord. You save me from distress. You surround me With cries of deliverance. Being rescued from the bondage of our sins is
0: like being rescued from a flash flood. The waters grow higher and higher, and we are terrified. But God, our rescuer, reaches down and lifts us out of danger and brings us to a safe hiding place from the danger that would have destroyed us. What relief after peril. Now we are surrounded not by danger, but by cries of deliverance.
1: I will instruct you and teach you the way you should go. I will give you counsel with my eye upon you. Be not like the horse and mule, unintelligent, needing bridle and bit, else they will not approach you. The psalmist gives
0: us a sharp warning. Knowing how we resist the difficult, but life-giving pathway to repentance and new life, he tells us not to be like the unintelligent horse and mule who need bridle and bit to make them do what they should do. This is tough love. Don't be like an unintelligent
1: mule, repent. Many sorrows has the wicked, but he who trusts in the Lord Loving mercy surrounds him.
0: As often happens in the Psalms, two contrasting paths are offered, and we are forced to make a decision concerning which one we will follow. We must not just drift along, floating with the current. If we follow the path of the wicked, we will only find sorrow. But if we trust in the Lord, loving mercy will surround us. So we must make the right choice much as our ego induces us not to do so. But the way to the joy of loving mercy is to trust in the Lord and not in our own selves, as we do when we become ensnared in the false happiness of sin.
1: Rejoice, rejoice in the Lord. Exalt, you just. O come, ring out your joy, all you upright of heart. Psalm 32 is brutally
0: honest, comparing the proud sinner to an unintelligent mule. Yet it begins and ends with joy. Psalm 32 can be our model on how to make an examination of conscience at the end of the day. When we pause to do this examination, we must be honest, or what's the point? Following Psalm 32, we begin with thanksgiving for the true happiness that comes from God's grace and the joy of a clear conscience. Then we are brutally honest about our sins of the day, but only briefly. We must not become fixated on our sins, but learn from them, and learn above all that God loves us and forgives us. In this honest review of our day, we ask ourselves, where have we given in to pride, anger, envy, greed, laziness, lust, or gluttony? Remember, if we hide an illusion, we are unintelligent mules. So let's be honest. Finally, we spend a significant amount of time thanking God for his grace in our lives throughout this past day and pray that we will live more virtuously in the coming day. End your daily examination of conscience with joyful trust in the Lord, which is a far more substantial reality than our sins. In the words of the psalmist, let us rejoice. Rejoice in the Lord, exalt you just. O come, ring out your joy, all you upright of heart.